The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 223. I hope that you guys are doing very well today. If you are struggling with OCD or anxiety, then you can get a free session with me to get that. All you need to do is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can leave me a message uh, and we can arrange that free session or you can actually just book it directly through uh, my Calendly. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about... um, the fact that OCD does not discriminate and also um, related to this, um, the fact that when we beat ourselves up for, for having OCD, we, um, we tend to make the situation a hundred times worse. And this is something that, you know, so many people do when it comes to OCD. We do tend to, to focus on, um, you know, why me? Um, what's wrong with me? You know, I mu- it must be this must be a sign of weakness about me or something like that, and that's why I have that's why I have OCD. And this is something that can really hold you back, as as I just mentioned. OCD does not discriminate. Um, it, it can you know attack just about anybody, um, and it's really important that we can bring some self compassion uh, to that. So, in today's podcast, we're going to be exploring that. If you do like the podcast, it would be great if you could follow and like on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. And if you could also subscribe on your podcast app of choice, that would be amazing. So many thanks, guys, and I hope you enjoy. Many people who struggle with OCD also seem to struggle with their self-image. It's easy to get lost in questions like what's wrong with me or why do I struggle in this way when other people don't? Um, And this kind of uh, self-critique can take on a life of its own and and pretty soon we begin to blame ourselves for everything, even things that have got nothing to do with our choices and decisions. The truth of the matter is though that OCD can happen to just about anyone. It doesn't matter uh, where you grew up, um, what country you're, you're from, whether you are rich or poor, uh, if you're super, super smart. Um, you know, if you're prone to it, OCD will find a way to make an appearance in your life under the right circumstances. And when it does, it's easy to believe that it's due to some inherent weakness or, um, of, your, of your character or spirit. Um, We tend to believe on some level and incorrectly that it's just something that we haven't thought about enough, that if only we could eke out some time from our busy schedules, we could sit down and finally we could figure it out. But this, though, is, of course, the classic trap of OCD. It doesn't matter how much we think about it. We aren't going uh, to be able to, to solve it with more thinking. 
At the same time, many people with OCD uh, also often believe that the OCD is a sign of dysfunction, that deep down there is something inherently wrong with them, something that is perhaps incurable and that they are always uh, going to be suffering with. The sad thing is that so many of us blame it on ourselves, despite mountains of evidence that point towards OCD being uh, a very challenging condition caused by both biological and uh, environmental factors outside of our control. Many of us believe on some level that it's due to our own weakness. Now, this is a huge burden to be carrying around on your shoulders. Um, Shame actually plays a really big part in mental health and blaming yourself for your struggles is only going to make it harder to deal with them. Shame is actually toxic and it's a major obstacle to getting over OCD. We can believe on some level that we don't deserve to get better or worse, um, that we deserve to be miserable and shouldering that is our lot in life. If this rings true to you, then it's important to to try and work with someone to help you with this as it's likely to be holding you back. Um, Let's take a look at two ways in which we can actually view the same problem um, here and and use the example of a fictional uh, person called um, Matthew because, you know, why not Matthew? Um, Let's start with Matthew 1. Looking back at his life, Matthew feels like he has always had OCD. As a child, he remembers feeling like he was was always uh, struggling to to get things just right and he was very upset with himself uh, if he did make mistakes. Even back then, he felt like there was something wrong with him and he was often angry with himself because of it. Later in life, he discovered that he was struggling with OCD and for a short while, this was actually helpful for him in making sense of the world and his struggles. But this didn't last for long. He quickly came to blame himself for struggling with OCD. He believed quite clearly that it was due to his own weakness. Other people might have faced all sorts of challenges in their childhood that he didn't have to face. In fact, he grew up with everything a kid could possibly want. Loving parents, stability, safety, sufficient money. So this problem must be his responsibility. It must be because he didn't try enough or because he doesn't actually have what it takes. Now, consistently reflecting in this way has led Matthew to feel stuck. The vicious circle of obsessing and compulsing coupled with the shame and guilt of it all, is a powerful combination. And despite his best efforts, he finds it consistently difficult to make progress with his OCD. Now, let's compare this with Matthew 2, who has, you know, who actually had the same uh, experiences as Matthew 1 whilst growing up. But upon discovering he, he had OCD, his therapist taught him about self-compassion. Matthew too recognised that the struggles that he'd actually had in his life up until that point, um, you know, were not necessarily all of his own fault. He is able to reflect on some of those challenges that he faced when growing up and to acknowledge that a lot of these things were outside of his control. And though they might have shaped him, he was not fully responsible for that. He is also able to acknowledge that perhaps 
he is more biologically prone to anxiety than other people, that for whatever reason, his nervous system is sensitive to stress, and this is a big part of the reason for why he keeps getting stuck. He knows that there are a lot of tools out there to help him make progress, ways to soothe the nervous system, diffuse from obsessions, and to lean into discomfort. When he practices these things on a regular basis, he feels better, and this creates a sense of empowerment. When he does have a setback here and there, and is tempted to start beating himself up again, he applies self-compassion to remind himself that he doesn't need to be perfect, that he is going to make mistakes sometimes, and that that is okay. He recognizes the emotions of shame and guilt, and allows himself to feel them, but doesn't get lost in them. He manages his ruminations and doesn't get lost in those as well. And this really helps him, uh, you know, to let go of these old stories of self-blame. Matthew too is able to take big strides forward in overcoming OCD because he's actually brought a new self-compassion mindset to the table and that has allowed him to see the OCD from a new uh, and more helpful perspective. He's telling himself a much more helpful story and recognizes that he is actually going to feel painful emotions at times but that he doesn't have to get lost in them. Importantly, he also recognizes that he doesn't have to be perfect. He's allowed to make mistakes. The temptation to beat ourselves up is always there if you struggle with OCD. And certainly I can attest to that myself. Um, You know, we can be incredibly harsh on ourselves. But as illustrated here, this just, uh, it just makes an already uh, difficult situation more challenging. No matter who you are, OCD is very hard to deal with. If you are struggling with it, then if you can, try and take some pride in that struggle. Um, you've been you've been dealt a, a difficult hand, but not insurmountable. Despite the incredibly challenging moments you might go through, can you try to find some meaning in that struggle and reflect on the things that you might have done well in dealing with it, no matter how small uh, you might believe those things to be? Noticing these small things that are going right, the little successes that we have along the way, gives us a sense of momentum and helps us to to defend ourselves from from that self-blame that it's so easy to get lost in. So there we go, guys. That is it for today. Um, I really hope that you found that helpful. As always, if you have any questions, um, do please let me know. And many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.